You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We don't need a name. We're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins. Mr. Glass, Carson Wentz in his offense. Prime time. Damn. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Wills' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of your show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> Welcome back to the NFC East Feast we are here with our fourth and final team preview edition. Let's and go! Last, but certainly not least, we saved it for the defending champion, Washington football team. George, you are the football team fan. Yes, sir. Sir, the floor is yours. Oh, yeah, man. I am excited about today. I'm, I'm excited about the nuances in our in our offense, our defense, our special teams across the board, man. I We made a lot of improvements and I'm looking forward to discuss it. I, I'm sure that you're interested to learn a little bit more about Washington football team. I am. As I was interested in learning about the Dallas Cowboys and, and the lack of, um, you know, players they have. So, yeah, mm. give me give me, a, give me a softball, bro. What, what's your first, what's your biggest question? How about that? What's your I think, biggest? I think it's the easiest thing. Um, most people are listening will probably ask the same thing. It's, it, it all starts with the quarterback. Of course, yeah. And my question to you is, with Ryan Fitzpatrick um, healthy for 17 games as the Washington football team quarterback, does he make you better than the 7-9 and nine football team you were last year, although you were division champs? Do you stay the same, or do you regress? I mean, I think everyone knows that answer right there. I think we're a lot better of a quarterback group than we were last year. I think Dwayne Haskins obviously leaving – one of the worst quarterbacks of all time, in my opinion. Um, and then also having a one-legged Alex Smith definitely didn't help. Check down artist, and I totally understand why. So Not you so fast, my friend. Let me stop you there real quick, because you've been real dismissive of Alex Smith since he left your organization. And I, first of all, I think it's disrespectful. I know you were a fan of him and, of course, his comeback story. But the way that you just say, oh, we're, we're going to be better without one-legged Alex Smith. I don't know if you remember this, bro. You guys were a disaster Would do it yourself, Dwayne. Then Kyle Allen came in, broke his leg, and then Alex Smith comes in, salvages the season, writes the ship, and you're just going to be like, no, we're better without that guy. I find it very interesting. Well, no, I actually think those are all great points, all valid points as well, B. I, I will say that our defense did carry us. You know, the time of possession, Alex Smith is great at it, obviously. You know, he's 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 been known to be a game manager, and that's exactly what he did. I mean, the guy threw for 150 to 180 yards a game. Yes. You know, he, you know, we ran for 80 to 110 yards a game. It was, everything lined up perfectly, you know, but this ain't solitaire, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. and, we're, and, we're, and we're trying to move forward with someone that's going to take, you know, a little bit more risk, but also have has been in the pinnacle of his career. I mean, he said it himself. Ryan Fitzpatrick is feeling the best he's ever had. He's had the best supporting cast he's ever had so uh, why can't I, that's, Ryan, that's an opinion but yes they are a strong cast 
Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, again, we'll get into position groups, but I don't see Ryan Fitzpatrick taking a step back from what we did last year. I don't think we were a great team last year, but I, I truly think we could be a great team this year. And, and again, we'll get into that later on. Sure. I think where you said, maybe where I'll agree with you, you on is there's a better quarterback room. I think as total as a room with Heineke back as the backup, maybe a, a, in competition right now actually to be the starter, but probably will be the number two. And then Kyle Allen comes back as a number three. Overall, it's a strong QB room. I think there's depth there, but I think it's to be determined if you guys are a better team with Fitzpatrick. Uh, we're we're talking about position groups. I feel like we just went through quarterback pretty well. Unless you wanted, mm-hmm. if you, unless you got anything on Heineke or, or Kyle Allen, um, let's move on to you know the the backs or the receivers. Yeah, no, I I think we're very deep at receiver. I I think it's one of the deeper groups that I've I've seen Washington football team have, and and having Curtis Samuel picking him up from Carolina, mm-hmm. obviously kind of a slash back. He you know he's a running back, he's a receiver. Uh, Giami Brown, our third round pick from North Carolina, has really flashed a lot during camp. Can run not only the six and the go route, but can also run the slants. Can also run the digs. Um, so really fast guy, four three speed. Obviously, we have Cam Sims, who knows if he'll make or not make the team. Tall, athletic guy, Steven Sims. In the slot, also Ryan Fitzpatrick, one of his favorite receivers out of Tampa Bay, was Adam Humphreys, which is a great slot guy, you know, typical Wes Welker type. And I think our receiving group can be a lot better than last year, can gain a lot of ground, and also has some high-profile receivers. I really see Scary Terry being one of the better receivers of all of the NFL this year. He's very strong. How do you feel about Scary Terry this year? I, I got to be honest, man. He's I would put him in my top 10 at, um, at, at wide receiver. Maybe borderline. He's in that 8 to 10 range, but he's a true number one. Um, I'm a big fan of him. I wouldn't be mad if he landed on one of my fantasy teams. I'm, uh, we're all, you know, it's about to be fantasy season. I know a lot of you guys out there play fantasy. Um, I wouldn't mind ha- having scary Terry. And I think overall, um, I know you shared the Chad Ocho Cinco tweet when he's like, oh, I hope you guys understand that Curtis Samuel and scary Terry are really about to do some things with fits a quarterback. And Chad Ochocinco is um, one of the best route runners of all time. His, his word has some, has some power when he says that about these receivers. I think you guys are pretty strong. Um, my guess is one, one of the Sims isn't going to make the team, but with the Sims and a Humphreys, uh, I, I think you're pretty good. And I think you're, you're pretty good at tight end as well. Um, you know, one of my favorite players is Logan Thomas on the team and his transition was seamless to tight end. He came, he came in and made plays right away. He got that, paid too. Yes. As he should have good move by the front office, uh, to, to pay him. And I think you guys got some other interesting options at tight end. I think, there's like a Sammy's Reyes who played another sport. You could probably know more about him and maybe Ricky Seals Jones. There's a couple other weapons yeah. there. Yeah, there's some weapons that tied in. Uh, Logan Thomas is is a really underrated tight end. And uh, Cole Holcomb, who's one of our better linebackers, even made a comment about him and said that he will be one of the top five tight ends in the league. And having that tandem with Logan Thomas and Scary Terry and, and Curtis Samuel and some of these other receivers, I, I truly think this is one of the better and, and deeper receiving groups that we've ever had. And I'm, I'm truly excited to see what Fitz can do with them. For sure. I, th- I think that I think there's weapons there, man. It, it's on Fitzpatrick to not turn the ball over. And not only is he going to have weapons to throw to, 
He's got a, a stable of running backs, one of which another guy I wouldn't mind on my fantasy team. Start with Antonio Gibson, dude. He had a, a nice rookie year. I think he scored double-digit digit touchdowns. He catches the ball well out of the backfield. I think he's a problem. I think he's going to emerge more as a true number one back. And these guys like J.D. McKissick catching the ball in the backfield, um, you could probably speak to more of their depth after him. But I think um, Antonio Gibson will emerge. But um, who else you guys got? What's the running back depth looking like? No, I mean, I just wanted to touch a little bit on Antonio, on Antonio Gibson. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he's been strong since the last year. He's kind of a tank. He did have um, a toe injury. He had turf toe last year. He's been recovering. Training camp, he's looked pretty good. But backups like Peyton Barber, which you did not mention, it had, okay. had a really great year last year. He really great? T- Peyton Barber had a really great year. What is your definition of really great? He made the team last year, and I think he's pretty sure. Well, oh, that, that, that's more accurate. You know what? I, who, who am I to say making an NFL roster is an accomplishment? I know, I know damn well I never made an NFL roster. You came a lot closer, but still fell quite short. I mean, so shout out to Peyton. No, Peyton Barber. He actually did drop. He dropped 15 pounds to be a little bit more elusive. Jamie sounds, McKissick, like, sounds like Zeke. Yeah. Um, Janie McKissick has helped out surprisingly Antonio Gibson quite a bit even though Antonio Gibson does have the background as a receiver it's a lot different to be a receiver in the backfield than it is to be in the slot or the wide out right. whether you're an X or a Z or what have you so JD McKissick has been a little bit of a veteran uh, training up Antonio Gibson I'm excited to see the year and how many catches Antonio Gibson has um, but I do see a double digit touchdown year from uh, from from Gibson and JD McKissick is is a solid as well so I think honestly our position Position groups and our weapons as receivers and running backs is one of the better ones of the NFC East. And a shout out to my boy, uh, Lamar Miller. It's all about the U. I'm glad you guys picked him up. I think that's some decent veteran depth. So I think that that goes over your weapons pretty well. I want to go to the position group that honestly, I think is about as relevant as my Dallas Cowboys defensive backs. That's your offensive line, George. I think, I know you're probably going to tell me that Brandon Sheriff is elite, which he is. He's back. And you like your center, Chase Rooley. I know he got re-signed. You were high on him. Um, To be honest with you, I think the center position is overrated this day in the NFL, but that's just my opinion. I think your problem, George, is your tackles. I think you're weak at tackle. I think you have a quarterback who is prone to turnover. And when you are weak at tackles and you have guys like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham in Philly, Demarcus Lawrence in Dallas, and Leonard Williams um, I'm up uh, for the Giants. I think it's going to be a problem for you guys. But tell me, I mean, I'm sure you're a lot higher on your O-line than I am. No, the one thing I, I would say is suspect is, is our left tackles, right? Even our right tackles. The I most mean, important we, position of course, on the field, 100%. you could argue. Possibly, right? 100%. 100%. So we did Cornelius Lucas at left tackle last year, had a promising year, mm-hmm. right? But we also have Sadiq Charles that's in and out of tackle and guard. He's, he's been pretty awful ever since we picked him out of LSU and he was hitting the bong right. on the draft. <laughs> um, but no, no, Chase and Brandon, honestly, we're strong at center and guard. Tackles is our weakness. So I do see them coming blind. Our defensive ends like Montez Sweat and Chase Young have been straight up eaten during training camp I bet. and 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 honestly i'm glad though because if we didn't have those strong defensive ends those tackles would not see the looks that they're Mm. getting during the season like guys like samuel cosby has been getting destroyed by big samuel rookie out of of texas 
out of Texas, baby, second round pick. And Montez Sweat has been eating the entire camp. The last two days, specifically, Samuel has been stepping up ever since the pads have been put on. So I'd be curious uh-huh. to see if he's going to be starting at tackle, whether left or right, and to see if they can protect the, either the blind side from, from Fitzy or do that strong side tackle move. I think he can be a great tackle in this league. And I'm curious to see if Fitzy gets the ball out I don't see an issue, but I would say the biggest question mark outside of the quarterback would be the left and right tackle position. So I, I don't, I'm not mad at that. I'm not and mad I at think that. When you, when you go up and down on the offensive roster we just went through, it is strong, dude. I'm not going to lie. It's impressive. But, but when you finish your little soliloquy there and say that, oh, our quarterback and left tackle, probably the most two suspect positions, the two most monumental in the sport yeah. mm-hmm. you don't know about. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's solid. I'm going to give you that. But let's go over to something I can't argue about. One of the best units in the National Football League. You're going to tell me it's the best defense in the league. It's the Washington football team defense. Um, I know about I know about your defensive line, George. I know Montez Sweat. I know Chase. Everyone knows Chase Young. I know Jonathan Allen. Um, I know Matt Ioannidis is coming back. Uh, big, who, who, big, who else? Big. Who else is? Who else is there? Who am I missing? Deron Payne on the line. Oh, yeah, no, no big deal. You're talking about the line. Yeah, Yeah, no big deal. I just missed Deron Payne, another absolute stud. Like, dude, they're monsters up front. Maybe the 49ers have a better um, defensive line, but I'm not going to argue. I think it's the Washington football team. uh, And I I think you guys are probably going to lead the league in sacks. Yeah, I mean, it it should be interesting. The glaring, uh, you know, the glaring subject on defense would obviously be the defensive line. We're, we're yep. not going to argue there with Montez sure. Sweat, Chase Young, Deron Payne, John Allen, Matt Ioannidis, Studs. even Tim Settle. There, there's just a lot of depth they, there. They called Tim Settle, I saw an article, the forgotten man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. They're just very deep. They're yep. very deep. Um, and and honestly, one of the more deeper positions outside of the defensive line is the safety group. Really? Surprisingly, Landon Collins has shown Ah, oh, bro. Is he's play, he's playing safety shown, or is he more of a linebacker? Dude, insane, more athletic than he's been when he was healthy with the with, with the, the with Giants. The yeah. When he was healthy and, with the Giants, he was a pro bowl safety. So if you're telling 100%. me he was better, he's he's at his Dude, prime form, that's that's I've a problem. I've been anti Landon Collins for a very long time. We paid the man a right. lot of money to get not only he got hurt, yes, but he didn't play the greatest with our team. No. Especially the beginning of the season last year. After 4 weeks he he was not playing great. But now he's been studying the playbook with Jack Del Rio. He's working off his instincts. He's playing very well in training camp. I'm really looking forward to seeing him and Cameron Curl. I think we're going to line up with a lot of different nickel packages. The fact that we are so deep and defensive back. So, what's for instance, you can have St. Juice, Fuller, Cameron Curl, Landon Collins, William Jackson III, all of those spread out. You know, okay. if, if you got a tight end in the slot, you can go Cam Curl. If, if, if you want to play a guy like, let's say, uh, Tyreek Hill from the Chiefs, we play him this year. Fuck, don't have the safety, right? Yeah. Pull over William Jackson the third. We just have a lot of depth at that position that we can cover a lot. And then we also have fucking linebackers that could run sideline to sideline. They're not big, beefy guys. Cole Holcomb and Jamin Davis both run four fours, dude. So it's insane the amount of speed we have on this defense next to the amount of beef we fucking have <laughs> sorry no experience i just get pumped dude good the defensive line is exciting bro it is. these guys can run around the field as far as the dbs and 
And I want your take on it, man, because I don't know how you can hate on this defense. I really I'm don't. Not, know. Do I'm not. I'm not. Calm down, first of all. Take it. Take a deep breath, bro. Jesus. But no, good. Good. Good for you. You're very passionate about your defense, as you should be. It's one of the best in the in the National Football League. It's the best in our division for sure. Although the Giants' defense is very good, and the Eagles aren't slouches by any means. The Cowboys have a have a lot to to, to prove this year. Uh, but you you kind of glossed over him. Um, your first round pick, Jamin Davis absolute monster dude um i was watching the draft w- with with ct and as soon as he picked him like we looked at each other like yeah that, that's a problem like because that that fills a need you have an elite defensive line you seem pretty um convinced that you have a, a deep secondary i'm not going to argue with that so all you really need is sideline to sideline linebackers you got one in the rookie where did um where did davis go to college kentucky kentucky and yeah. sec boy no no for sure mm-hmm. now i remember him in that in that in that blue for sure yeah. That's that's a, that's a good pickup, man. Cole Holcomb, first of all, I love his haircut. You guys know I rock <laughs> I rock a mullet. His is way better than mine. If you have never seen it, please Google Cole Holcomb's mullet. So shout out to him. I'm not I, as I'm. As oh, and Saint Juice. I didn't mention Saint Juice. Me and CT have been very high on him. Saint Juice. Who who is this Saint Juice? Is this a um a, a safety, a linebacker? He's a long quarterback, about six three, long arms. Remember we talked about him on the draft. Oh yes, yes I do. Yeah, yeah. Yes I do. Okay, that's another guy. I know yeah. when you go to when you go to your roster and your depth chart, it shows you as starting three safeties. Uh, three of them. Obviously, Lane Collins we talked about. Apparently, he's balling in camp. That's that's encouraging for balling, you. Balling, bro. Your your boy Cameron Curl out of Arkansas. You called him out last year. I know he had a big pick six, big pick six against the Niners. He really had a strong rookie season. So yeah, you know, tackler, bro. Just a great tackler. You don't see that much out of safeties anymore. And you have another safety, Jeremy Reeves, who I'm not familiar yes. with, but he's going to get playing time too as well. 100%. 100%. So, I mean, so yeah, we, that, that's, a, that's a, a, deep, it's a deep group, man. Um, I want to ask you a question. As good as this defense is going to be, it's clearly they're going to be good. They're well coached by Jack Del Rio. They're, they're all young and only getting better. Will you miss the veteran leadership of not necessarily his, his playmaking ability, but Ryan Kerrigan? Will you miss his leadership? I, I, I think so, man. He, you know, he made a big impact on Chase Young and Montez Sweat when he was here. I don't know how much more he could have made an impact. You know, he, he taught them well in their rookie years. So I, I will miss, I will always miss Kerrigan. one of my favorite Washington football team. For sure. Previously the Redskins, you know, uh, uh, defensive ends and overall player, dude. Always guy, just high character, high motor. Uh, just just wanted to show out for the fans, and and I will miss HBK, baby. I really will. For sure. No, I, and, and um, I think it's crazy how the Eagles scooped him up within, like, hours of you guys letting so him go. So quick. Because they're smart. Keep him, keep him in the division. He, it's a division he's well familiar with. And, um, if, and I'll if root need, for him, bro. I'll root for dude, him no matter I what, I guarantee dude. you, yeah. when, the, when Philadelphia comes to Washington for that game, standing ovation for Ryan Kerrigan. You, you guys are going to thank him. Um, if you're not, bro, fuck you. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, no for seriously. Sure. Like, no, like, can, yeah. I can relate. Um, he's, he's a guy who, who balled out for you guys, made Pro Bowls when you guys were a bad team. And when you Eight got guys years, like, I think he was in, bro. Yeah. Bad. And when yeah, you got guys yeah. like that, guys like I would consider like I would uh, compare him to for the Cowboys, Sean Lee. Those years that the Cowboys mm-hmm. were not competitive. Sean Lee got hurt a lot, but he, he came out there and he balled when he was out there every week. And it's the, it's those guys you root for, and it's those guys you, you miss when they're gone. But no, um, sh- shout out to to Philly for picking him up. Um, I I'm curious to see how how he does over there. No, I am, I am, and and it should be exciting, man. It should be for exciting. sure. 
I want to get into the schedule, though. Or, or, or before we go off your defense, I want to get in a little more about your corner depth. I heard because I know you guys. Oh, the big pickup for you guys was was William Jackson the third mm-hmm. from Cincinnati. He got almost an identical contract as a Dory Jackson who went to the Giants. So us being the NFC East feast, I'm really going to be um, watching those two guys, especially when my Cowboys play you guys. I want to see who a Dory. And I want to see William Jackson are lined up on it. If it, and if like I would like if they both when they're both on C D Lamb, who do, who does a better job covering that's, C D uh, I'm not gonna lie, bro, that that is my biggest question mark because yeah. William Jackson the third has gotten beat like he stole something in camp. <laughs> yeah, I, I because our, our page follows so many, like we follow all football team, Giants, Eagles, Cowboys fan pages, like I become familiar with um washington their social media and i i found uh, william jackson the third very funny with his comments like when he gets beat by logan thomas they post it and he like writes like he tags at washington football okay will you please post my interception next please like he's he's, he's very funny and i think it's a good pickup for you guys um i like kendall fuller you told me uh he led the nfl interceptions for a good six to eight weeks in a row last year which he did <laughs> he eventually didn't Xavier howard got 10 and I find it very interesting that uh, Xavier Howard is uh, he's in Miami corner. And he's like, I don't know if he's demanded a trade, but uh, it's it's uh, it's it's a tenuous situation in camp. Good. But Kendall Fuller is, is is a good corner. And you guys are deep. Who else do you have? I know you. you uh, St. Juice. St. Juice. St. Juice. Talked about long arms. Yeah. And yeah. Kendall um, your boy, Fuller, William Jackson the third. Yeah. Uh, your Jimmy boy, Moreland. Jimmy, Jimmy Moreland. Jimmy Moreland, who uh, from James Madison University, <laughs> the same college as BAD Ben DiNucci. So, dude, it's it's, it's we're it's very great. deep, bro. We are very deep on the back end, man. And and the thing is, is everyone thinks we're deep on the D line, dude. Is is our D line helps our DBs, and our DBs help our D line. And it, it, it's a very exciting year for us. Uh, I can't wait, man. I really can't wait. And we can't we can't uh, mention the Washington football team without talking about their kicker too, Dustin Hopkins, strong kicker. It matters in this league when you get Dude, a division. Tressway, like- better punter, best punter in the league. Yeah, yeah. Tressway does. Tressway's a stud. Swag. swag. Oh, I do want to mention though. We <laughs> just our our guy Nick. I can't remember his last name. Who's our long snapper for? Okay. 15, 20 years, dude. Yeah. And we drafted a long snapper. Wow. This year, and we fucking let him go. Our veteran. Wow. And just so happens in our first game yeah. with in front of fans playing each other, he's got two bad snaps already. So it's long something to look at. It's long something snappers to look have at. value in this league. I actually do know the Cowboys long snapper. His name was like LP Latiker or something completely, um, you know, innocuous. Yeah. Like nobody knew who he was, but he was there for like 16 years or something. He just You retired. don't want to know who he is. If you don't know who he is, that's ideal. For That's sure. all I'm trying. You to don't say. want to know your yeah, long snapper, yeah. but you want to know he's been on your team for about ten to twelve years. Ten to twelve years. And guess yeah. what? The punter never gets it um, thrown over his head, and it's always right there for um, the, the placeholder um, on the kick team. So yeah. it, it's this division is going to be tight. It was tight last year. I think this year it's going to so be. So little things like that yes. can make a di- big difference. Big difference. Exactly, dude. Let's, I, that was fun going through the roster. I think we got it. We got to go through the schedule now. Like we've done for every team. I'll go through them all at the end. You give me um, your win-loss total for the season, and then tell me where you think the Washington football team um, ends up. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right. I'll fast forward through the preseason. Speaking of preseason. Oh, oh don't, we, don't we have a call? Don't we have a call from uh, somebody? Oh, my gosh. You are correct. I almost, I almost skipped over. Friend of the pod, 
Uh, John Warman, huge Washington football team fan. He, you guys heard him a few times on the pod last year. I've known him since middle school. George known him since high school. He's as educated as a Washington football team fan, I think, as you will as you will find. Um, and and he's, he he uh, shared his thoughts uh, for the, uh, pretty much on the upcoming season and how he thinks uh, the Washington football team will end up. So, so just a general outlook. Got it. Yes. Here we go. NFC East Feast 2021. Man, it is the most wonderful time of the year. I know George and Brian, I know you guys are stoked that football is back. It is literally right around the corner. We got a little taste of the Hall of Fame game, which is always a little bit of a slow one. But I know that uh, guys like us are are so anxious to get some football back on. I, I watched it, as I'm sure you guys did as well. I did watch the Hall of Fame game, and one thing I took away from it is I forgot that DIY Dwayne was signed with the Steelers. I see him come in. I, I see him come in at the. I just can you want to explain the viewers or the listeners what DI Dwayne truly means? It means do it yourself, because Dwayne Haskins, during the middle of a pandemic, decided to set up a do it yourself strip club, which ended up being the last straw for Coach Rivera, and he said, "Peace out." <laughs> But the talent's never been an issue. John actually um, told me that he's been balling out in camp, and I know Joe Whatever, Bucks- dude. Just just move on, bro. What's, what's John got? All right. Jesus. Um, I really appreciate you guys uh, asking me to give my take on the Washington football team, my team, Georgia's team, for 30-plus years. Um, I love the team. I'm excited. I'm excited for what we've been building. Um, I think – other than finishing with a losing record, I was very encouraged by the, the steps that the team took uh, last year, um, mm-hmm. kind of moving forward. Um, winning the division, um, that's something we can definitely build on. I know we came in with a losing record uh, at the end of the year, but it still felt like we made progress. Um, I think for the first time in 20 years, the fans can really feel like Snyder and the front office are you know, allowing the football minds to really – yeah, to John's point, I, I when he when he was talking about the fans and and how they're excited about the upcoming years of Ron Rivera, uh, Ron Rivera specifically said that you know he's a very honest guy. He's not going to yes, lie about about the you know the fan base and how they feel and this and that. So he he made a point to say that the fans are becoming curious, and hmm. when you become curious and you start showing up to practices and you start seeing an abundance of fans coming out. This team is going to become a bigger deal now. I think behind Ron, we're starting to believe more. And I just want to make a point to say that, and I'll let I'll, uh, John continue. Well said, my friend. I agree. Really build a foundation and build a culture um, that the program can, can kind of move forward with rather than that typical you know, turnover and chaos that we've all come to expect. As, uh, as Washington fans, I think we're finally getting out of the dumpster fire category. Here. <laughs> um, I doubted us last year. I think I said on, on the show last year that I really didn't have many hopes and I wasn't setting my expectations high. Yep. Um, I'm going to stay reasonable again this year. Uh, I think mm. we have the pieces on defense that have set us up for the next three to five years. Yep. Um, I love the addition of Fitzmagic, not just because He's a fellow beardsman like myself, <laughs> uh, but I believe that he fits the team very well. Uh, his gunslinger mentality, obviously, is what he's known for, uh, but the inevitable interceptions, the inevitable turnovers that come along with that, I think that we cover some of that up. 
because we've got a defensive strength, um, you know, throwing interceptions, even in the red zone that may, you know, not, not uh, create points on the scoreboard can be masked if your defense can keep them there and, and quickly get the ball back, you know, on a three and out uh, and you're headed right back towards your side of the field. Um, I think it's, no, I just want to make a point. He said a, a lot about uh, interceptions from Fitzy and all of that. And I don't think we've necessarily had to deal with that as much lot, late last year. And I think you'll agree with me on that, B, is that Alex Smith didn't throw a lot of picks. So we didn't. Yes, have to, that's what I was saying earlier. We, you were we didn't have. To, yeah, 100 um, percent. But it, it, I will be curious if, if the defense can come back from that and be on the field a little bit more based off of turnovers. For sure. I mean, you just spoke about depth and the depth of your defense, George may be tested onward. I think it's going to be a fun year. I think it's going to be a fun year of solid football, um, and I'm excited to watch it. I think we go 9-8. and eight. We've got a tough schedule. We didn't get a break with the 17th game being the Buffalo Bills, mm -hmm. a talented team. Uh, we've got a talented division. I think, you know, last year everybody kind of poo-pooed the NFC East, but I think that, you know, between mm -hmm. the Cowboys and the and the Giants at least, uh, we've got, we're going to have some competition this year. Um I think if the team looks strong and we don't win the division, uh, I think, you know, Riverboat Ron and the front office come up with a game plan next year for, for a quarterback that they believe can elevate the team <laughs> to the next level. I do Typical. not believe if we do not finish 10-plus games uh, in the win category, I don't believe that Fitz is on the team. And I think that, you know, we make the decision to uh, – to go for it. I think that's the trend in the NFL. And I think, uh, I think the Washington football team, depending on what we do this year, may be in that category where it's, you know, you've got to take exciting, risky steps, you know, and, and get somebody in there at the quarterback position that can win. Um, so I'm pumped. I know you guys are pumped. Let's go Washington football team. Yeah. And I think he's got a great point about the, and thank you so much, John, for that, uh, that voice memo. We really do appreciate anybody that gets involved with the podcast. And, um, again, I, I think that our supporting cast has never been better. I think honestly, supporting cast wise, we're the best in the NFC East, NFC East. Um, and, and it's up to Fitz to kind of do his thing. What about you, B? You think, you think we're one of the better, I'm assuming you're one of the better supporting cast you gotta admit i mean that is, i'm gonna agree with that george i, I told yeah. you earlier i think it's concerning that the 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 left tackle and quarterback are, are a question mark but the supporting cast the pieces are there um and i want to echo your sentiment to, th to to thank john i can't wait to see him and his pops coming up here for their fantasy football draft and uh see all, all the other boys in the uh tarpon champions league for that draft i know you're you got a couple fantasy leagues preseason is here bro right now we are it's August 8th. Dude, we're 31 days, one month out from Cowboys Buccaneers opening nights Thursday at Raymond James Stadium. I cannot wait, man. I'm pumped. Let's uh do let's let's finish this up. Let's run through your schedule and I want to hear what you think the Washington football team is going to finish up. John said 9 and 8. I did not I do not believe he mentioned if that's going to be enough for them to win the division. I think mm -hmm. it'll be right in that in uh in that range. I think 9 to 10 wins uh wins the division. 100%. But for the Washington football team Week one, opening week for them, will be September 12th. Uh, and this will be against the Los Angeles Chargers. George, that's a tough game to start to open up with. Yeah. Um, I, I think Justin Herbert is a stud, so he's going to challenge your defense. I truly think that Fitz is going to start off really hot the first five weeks. Um, I remember. So I, I, <laughs> I, 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 go ahead. What? 
when he started week one for the Bucks that one year. And like, remember he wore Deshaun Jackson's clothes yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love how I got Deshaun Jackson into another episode, by the way. Um, like he he torched the Saints. So Fitz Fitz Magic has magic, dude. Like he goes on games where he's gonna have forty fantasy points, four hundred yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. So that I, that could be a that could I be a hope- shootout. I hope this isn't a shootout, but I truly think it is. I it think the be. defense. I think the defense gets stepped on a little bit, uh, just based off the hype. But I do think Fitz throws for at least three touchdowns that game, and, it, and it'll be more of an exciting game than you will see normally than you would Week One. Because let's be real, Week One's usually a defensive battle. Um, right. So we, we will see some promising offense out of Fitzy the first week, and I'm going to give myself a W. Wow. Okay. Well, um, that that game is is in Washington, by the way, FedEx Field. Week Two is a thursday night football game already dude yeah. we're on it's NFC a g-man yeah, g-man at g-man at home in washington i, I told gonna, you earlier we'll see maybe we'll do a football companion for uh, for that episode it'll be fun yeah we might want to do that but i'm gonna i'm gonna not get in too many details in that game but i i yeah. will say on the short week i think i think we're still sure. gonna get the w there and uh let's let's move on 2-0 move on to week three what we got <laughs> What I'm looking at week three, it says you guys travel to Buffalo, but John said you guys play him at the end of the year. So I'm not sure if this schedule is not updated. Regardless, no, regardless, you guys are playing the Buffalo Bills yeah, in Buffalo. Yeah. So whether mm-hmm. you play them in September or you play them in January, that's 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 a tough game. I'll take the L on that. You know, I, I you know, we'll, we'll we'll probably drop that, but I still think we'll compete during that game for sure. All right, week four, you travel to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where, I'm, very strangely, Kanye West has been, like, living for the past two weeks, but that's a different <laughs> that's subject so for true. another day. Um, and uh, you guys travel, obviously, to play the Atlanta Falcons. That's a, that's a high-powered high offense. Give them the W. That's Matt Ryan, a, Calvin yeah. Ridley, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a test. We'll it's not as easy as it seems. Week w. five, you come back home to play uh, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I, I, th- I think I James Winston will be the quarterback. I think that team is going to be the most overrated team in NFL overrated. history. Overrated. I think it's going to be super, super overrated. I'm not scared of the Saints whatsoever, and I'll get into that later. But For uh, sure. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. going to push back a little. This isn't the Saints podcast. I think Jameis actually has a decent year in the Saints. I'll, t- I'll take the over on their win total this okay. year. Okay. Week six, you uh, host the Kansas City Chiefs. You had talked about your defensive backs being challenged by Tyreek Hill and, and obviously Travis Kelsey. Clyde Edwards Hilaire coming out of the backfield and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a competitive game. I, I do think again, we do have the DBs that can kind of run across the field with with numerous sure. different we have different lengths, we have different speeds, we have box safeties, we you know we 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 have a lot of cover guys. So I think that's a closer game than a lot think. But I will sure. say the Chiefs take that game. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll see. You saw Patrick yeah. Mahomes run for his life in the Super Bowl against that Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. pass rush. So um, the Chiefs kind of revamped their O-line in the offseason. So that'll put it to the test. Week seven, you travel to Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers. Always a tough place to play. Aaron Rodgers is back in camp. So you know him and De- Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones are going to be giving you guys everything you can handle. Surprisingly, that we always play the Packers pretty well. Washington football team, if you look at the record of the last five years, they've, they've okay. won a bunch of games over in Green Bay. Uh, I'm going to take the W here. I'm going to get a comeback from the Chiefs, play the Packers very well, get pressure on Aaron Rodgers. You know, Aaron Rodgers gets a little fed up after pressure after the first half. So I'm sure curious does. to no, see Rogers what's going to happen. Rodgers has been known to pout, pout a little bit, and I could see uh, I could see him pouting a little bit when Chase Young's up in his All ass. Right. So we're 5-2 and two going to Week 8. Okay, what's going on? <laughs> that's, that, that's rich. And then uh, Week 8, you travel to Mile High Field to play the Denver Broncos. Tough that, place um, to be. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Tough place. I'm not saying they're, you know, I'm, I'm giving myself the W. I'm not saying it's a tough place to play, but, you know, Jesus I just Christ, think. Jesus Christ, but Ryan Clark lost his gallbladder. He almost died. Like, uh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, 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 it's risking your life to play there. So we're eight and two. 
right now. And you have a bye week. Yeah. And then you come out of the bye to host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, defending Super Bowl champions. Which I will get into later. Actually, you know what? I'll just get into it now. I truly think in the NFC, I'm not no. talking about NFC East. I'm not talking about NFC North. I'm not talking about NFC West. I'm not talking about NFC South. <laughs> I truly believe we are the biggest and most dominant presence when it comes to the NFC next to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I truly think we are the biggest test to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as you saw in the playoffs with Heineke, bro. Uh, with Heineke. Okay. And you don't think we can be just as good with Fitzy? So, no, no. I just, I want to say that. No, no, you know, no, no, no. And, and no, no gonna, it's not just you. me. And no, no, no. It's not I'm just gonna... me that thinks this. It's not just me okay. that thinks this. Okay. It's well, I want, Rich, I got a Rich mess. Eisen. Rich Eisen gave us a 12 and 5 record. I'm sure he did. Orlovsky. Sure Dan Orlovsky said we are the. Biggest test for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First of all, why are you so still watching It's not ESPN? just me. <laughs> I got a message for you, Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Fitzpatrick, whoever the hell wants to listen, okay? The Washington football team last year won the division, a historically bad division, if you people remember, the butt of numerous jokes. They win this division because Doug Peterson and the Philadelphia Eagles decide to play reindeer games on week 17 with the quarterback position. <laughs> You sign this little bearded man who throws interceptions for a living, and you expect to be the second best team in the NFC behind the Bucks. I put my money on it too, bro. I put $200 to make $4,000 that we win the NFC. So if we do win the NFC, we're going to have ourselves a party, bro, is all I'm saying. So, John, come out. <laughs> So I think it's the only person that listens to this is a Washington football team fan. But you're invited. Or anybody else that's a Washington football team fan, please come out. We're having a freaking party, dude. Super Bowl, here we come. Super Bowl, Amen. here we come. Listen, I, I, I appreciate and respect the confidence, however misplaced it may be. But let's finish wrapping right. up this schedule. Right. That was Go the Bucks in Week 10. <laughs> that was Week 10. We, Jesus. That was a long Week 10. Week 11, <laughs> um, you traveled to Carolina to play uh, Sam Darnold and, and the Panthers, a much yeah. easier game than the Bucks. Obviously taking the W there, yeah. All right. Week 12, Monday night football against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks yeah. at home. I'm worried about that one. I'll take the L. I'll take tough the L game. on that one. Yeah, tough, tough game. game. I'm, I want to go to that that particular game, by the way. That would be a bang. Yeah, that would be, fun. That'd be Monday, fun. Monday, November 29th, the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, that would be go. fun. All right, week 13, you travel to Vegas to play the Raiders. You know what? I'll take the L on that one, too. I'm actually you're gonna, a little bit worried about that. You're going you're gonna to um, have it. And a, Vegas, too, after a Monday sure. night football game. I, I don't like that game. No. Some of the guys might be hungover. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, but, but I think there's always a game or two on your schedule that you that you gotta uh, expect a random road L to a team yeah. that you you should agreed be. agreed agreed. Week 14, a game I'm very intrigued by. You host my Dallas Cowboys. That will be December 12th. So we're not playing each other until almost damn near Christmas. I think this is where we start turning around. When okay. we start playing these NFC East teams, I think the what Cowboys... Are you trying, what are you trying to say about my Cowboys? <laughs> no, I think I think the Cowboys would be a great boost for us to, to get things started. And, and again, I think people will realize once you start going through the schedule that we do have a lot of NFC East teams in a row, but I will take mm -hmm. the W on that game. Week 15, you travel to Philly to play the Dirty Birds. I'm going to give ourselves the L on this one. Okay. I think that we might be... 
a little bit overconfident at this point, and I, I could see Philly uh, taking advantage of that. And I feel, I'll, I'll give her I feel like Jalen Hurst just owes y'all one. He was so yeah, pissed when he agreed. when he got taken out of that game, and you could see he 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 um you could read his lips. He's like, "What are we doing?" He was so disappointed. Yeah. He wanted to win that game, too. dude. 100%. He wanted to. He, uh, uh, his season was ruining your season. Like, you know, him him being able to eliminate you guys from the playoffs, that would have sent the Giants to the playoffs. I think that being taken away from him has a chip on his shoulder. Agreed. Right? That, Agreed. that could be an L. Yeah. Week 16, you come to Jerry's world. You're right back. We're playing each other here. You know, this is two out of three weeks. We're going to get real familiar yeah. with each other real quickly, partner. Mm-hmm. And that is December 26th at Jerry's world. I'm going to take the W just to get back at y'all, you know. Um, I, think that, I think you're honestly at the end of the year – Mm-hmm. Dallas's O-line depth is going to fail them. And I also think the uh, the defensive line depth is going to fail them. So they're not going to be able to control the ball whatsoever. And that's even if Dak makes it that far. Wow. So I don't, I'm not too worried. Kind of very about interesting your question, Dak Prescott's uh, durability after one freak injury. But I'm I, more I, worried about the Dallas Cowboys 1 through 9 than I am 9 through 18 is all I'm trying to say. For sure. No, I, your points about a, uh, a shallow O-line and D-line depth um, are, are certainly valid. Uh, that is week 16. Week 17, you're right back on the Eagles again, guys. It's a lot of NFC East Got teams him. in a row. Week Got 17, him. you're home. Home against Got Philly. Got him. Honestly, I think we destroy him that week. Okay. I think they're, they're, Jalen catches us sleeping, and then we're like, nah, Chase and Montez and Jonathan uh, Allen, okay. Ground are going to get hot, and then it's going to get eh, eh. That will be January 2nd, so right after, right after New Year's Day, you guys are uh, hosting Philly. And then week 18, this has never happened before, guys. There have been 18 weeks. First time in the history. They've been playing this game for 100 years. First time there's an 18th week, and it will be at MetLife Stadium to play the New York Giants, George. So that's one, two, that's a good one. three, yeah. four. Your last five weeks. Five last weeks, five weeks of the season is all NFC East. So this division will not be decided until after Thanksgiving. We already know that. But how do you think you're finishing up the year against the Giants? I don't know. How, where are we at right now, B? You know, I think I gave myself, I want to say yes, it's like. You got to be like 10 wins right now, dude. No, you've been, yeah, you've been racking, 10. I, I, you've been racking I them up expeditiously, old sport. <laughs> I got some L's. I got some a good amount of L's there. But I will say, you know, uh, I think Rich Eisen gave us 12 and 5. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some others gave us some 10 wins. I'm cool with 11 wins here. 11 and 6. Um, 11 go. and 6. I, I think we could easily be 10 wins, but I truly don't think it's going to be less than 10 wins this year. I, I am that confident about this team. I am that confident about the camaraderie. I just truly don't think there's the amount of chemistry that we have in other NFC East teams. We've been a part of the defense for a long period of time. You know, all the DBs have been there. The linebackers have been there. The defensive line have all been there. So at the end of the day, nobody else in the NFC East has been there, has learned each other's personalities and and learned each other's tendencies and things like that the coaching staff with chris harris and and jack del rio at the defensive helm and and having scott turner and ron rivera both from the carolina side and then also having a little mix of curtis samuel and, and guys from carolina i just truly think this this team man this team is very exciting bro and i and hopefully i i, I bring that that same sentiment uh, uh, to the locker room because I, I, I think they believe it too. I, I think we truly, we believe, and that's, that's key right there, we believe. I know that you believe, bro. I can feel, I can feel, I can feel the heat coming off you right now. You put your money where, where your mouth is and, and bet on it, so I know you're confident, and if you think the floor for this team is 10 wins and they could get possibly, you know, 11 and 6, that, um, I'm not going to ask you if that wins the division. I'm going to tell you, if they get 10 or 11 wins, they're going to win the NFC East. Um, I think 10 wins definitely wins the division. I told you guys on the the Cowboys team preview last month. I think the Cowboys get to 10 and seven and that wins the division. So I'm going to take you guys down to where John's at 
and then John said nine and eight. I'm going to go eight and nine, man. I think you guys take a step back. I think that's third. I got you third place. I got the Giants at nine and eight, beating you week 17. Giants getting a wild card, and my Dallas Cowboys winning the division. But I don't think you guys are far off. I think all these teams, I've said it. I'll say it for the final time that the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Washington football team will all be between eight and ten wins, and this will come down to that that murderer's row we just named of all NFC East games to uh, to end the season. But man, I think uh, I think that was a that was an, a nice uh, preview of the Washington football team. This is going to yeah. be our last podcast of season one. Our next time we come at you guys, it will be a week one preview where we're talking obviously the opening Thursday game of Bucks versus Cowboys. We'll have Jay Luds on shooting. We'll try to get um, a Bucks fan or two on to to give their takes. It'll be a big show for for the, our first uh, our first episode of season two. So as always, partner, I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate all you guys listening. I hope you've enjoyed season one. Yeah, man, it's been awesome. And and we saw that myself and Brian's numbers have gone on quite a bit on our podcast. So it's it's been just a, a, a really good time. And we really do appreciate y'all listening to the NFC Feast. And, and we love y'all, really. That's what we're trying to say. Absolutely. We love you guys. And we will see you for the next season. NFC East Feast! Feast!